Welcome back to the Talk Red podcast. It's the seventh time we're doing this. Like, <laughs> that's good. And it's in a row every single week, weekend. Uh, we've had mixed success this week with Liverpool. Uh, I'm him and my dad. Let's start this episode of Talk Red. The last time we did this podcast, it was on um, Sunday. Liverpool played the FA Cup game against Wolves on Sundays. I mean, on Monday, so we didn't get a chance to cover that. 2-1 loss to Wolves. I mean, Wolves are an amazing side. Like, When are we recording this podcast? After the Brighton game. Okay. Alright. Um, now you've taken me off track. It was a 2-1 loss to Wolves. Yes, I think everybody probably knows that by now, because it was about four or five days ago. Alright then. Um... I the thing that's really annoyed me about this is. Do you like cashew nuts? No. These are good cashew nuts. Cashew nuts are, taste rubbish. They only taste good when they're. They roast. taste rubbish. What yeah. kind of ex, what kind of description of that is? It, cashew nuts are one of the most popular nuts. Because yeah. Because they're creamy. And they're roasted and salted. Here, here's one. Mmm. They're okay. Anyway. It's a good source of fat and fibre. Okay, we're going a bit off topic. Okay, we're going a bit off topic. Mm. Um, the thing that's really annoying me about this is... About what? About the game. Which game? The Wolves, we're just talking about it. When you say this, it makes it sound like the Brighton game. Mm. Okay, the Wolves game. I got annoyed at the Wolves game because... Um, one, of the, one of the reasons... Um, is my my mates? They're all like taking the mick and everything, but it's it's we had three sixteen year olds on the pitch. No, not three sixteen year olds. Yeah. Three teenagers. How old's Curtis? Nineteen. Oh, okay. Two sixteen year olds and one nineteen year old. The other one wasn't sixteen either. Oh, okay. Three teenagers, and um, a midfielder. We had two teenagers, a midfielder and our second choice left back in our defence. And our midfield, none of them, barely any of them start, I'd say. None of them are starters. And the same with our attacking force, none of them are starters. And, you know, I've always liked the FA Cup. It's another chance to get a trophy. And Klopp doesn't just take it seriously, it's annoying. But... One positive to take out of this game was Ho I think how do you say it? However. Ho- however. Or Hoover. Hoover. Whoever. <laughs> Got him. He was very good. He gave me a vibe of Gomez. The way he was on the ball and so confident on the ball. He just like the passing lanes he put it through was pretty good. And that now, what that one um, piece of great defending that he showed was towards the end of the match. You know Costa, the guy who scored against mm-hmm. Spurs. Um, he he nutmegged him. Okay, I'm not really sure whether the details of the game are actually that important. Oh, okay. Well, he was very good, and he he looks like a very exciting. I prospect. think. Look, we're about four or five days on. Yeah. Okay. So I think a general summary of the game and what it means yeah. is enough. Now, you haven't actually done that bit. Okay. So just summarise what the game is and what it means. 2-1 at the FA Cup. 
uh, it might be better in the long run because we have um, Champions League matches and Premier League matches to be more worried about. Uh, moving on, Brighton. That happened about... Okay, the point of a podcast is that we discuss things. Yeah. At what stage would you like my input? Because you're the Whenever host. You you're the host, so you're supposed to draw in and foster discussion with open-ended questions. Okay. Open-ended means it's not a yes or a no. I'm not sure about Naby Keita. Before I was a big fan of him, but... Okay, we're talking generally about the game and what it means. Okay. Yeah. Generally about the game and what it means, not specifics. Okay, the game, Liverpool didn't play too well. They didn't play we too understand well. your point of view. Now work out a way in which to ask myself so I can give you a perspective without just butting in. If I say Liverpool aren't playing too well, you could have said, no, "Ah, no, oh, well, actually, no, they you did the... bring me, and I'm waiting for you to do that." Okay, Abba, what did you think of the game? There you go. Um, I don't think it really matters what your mates think or what anybody <laughs> else thinks. Actually, uh, what Liverpool are doing, you need to reference back to what Klopp says. Which is. Klopp says that he made the changes because they had a very busy period during December. And he had to pick the players that he felt were best suited to the cup. There's this idea that Liverpool put a team out to go out of the cup. That's not true. Mm. Is it a case that the FA Cup is lower down on the list of priorities? Yeah. Well, then you pick a side. We've been out. Accordingly. It doesn't really matter what's happened in the past. It just really doesn't matter. I know, we've been in all out. of those seasons, have Liverpool been seven or four points ahead in the league no. at that point? No. Right. In those times, Liverpool didn't even have the players. They didn't have the squad. So forget about what's happened in the past. They're just putting out a team of players with the possibility of winning. Milner, Shakiri, Sturridge, Origi, right? He started with Lovren and Van Dijk. No, right? he didn't. Yes, he did. He, he started, started with Lovren. Sorry, he started with Lovren and Fabinho. And, Fabinho. and after five minutes, you got injured and hold. Yes, we understand this, right? What I'm saying to you is that it was a perfectly fine side. It wasn't really a side which is set up to lose. But Wolves are a good team. So, you know, you lose 2-1 to Wolves and you could have got a 2-2 draw out in a replay. But... Oh, that Shakiri free kick annoyed me It doesn't so really matter. It doesn't really matter what your mate, what your mates think, right? Or what? Oh, I wasn't or, mentioning my mates at all. Yes, you all. did. You mentioned them at the beginning. Yeah, you said no, it was not annoying. now. And you already said it once, and now you're saying it again. And I didn't even mention my mates, but from the first time you said it to the second. The very time. first thing in this podcast, you mentioned it, right? Yeah, and then you mentioned I'm it again. Emphasizing it. It doesn't matter what social media trigger how social media triggers you. It doesn't matter where your mates trigger you, right? It matters. Where Liverpool are at the end of the season. That's why Klopp doesn't read the newspapers. That's why he doesn't get involved in what he calls noise. Mm -hmm. Because he's not interested in these little petty games that people play on social media. Uh, Can we go on to the Brighton? Well, we are going on to the Brighton game. Um, That happened, uh, what time is it? It's about 7.30, Saturday. Oh, okay. It happened, ended about two hours ago. It was 1-0 to Liverpool. The first half was so aggravating. It was such a waste of time. There were barely any chances. Okay, let me ask you, why did Liverpool play like that? Well, it happened with other small teams uh, where we 
we gradually go into the game. We keep possession in the first half. This that's what happened at Watford. We kept possession in the first half, and then in the second half, we eventually got our goal. And that's the thing with Liverpool this season. Before it was just like last season. It was just a bit rush, 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 rush. Get the goal, get the goal, get the goal as soon as you can. But now it's like we trust in our quality that we can finish this game with a win and we will get a goal. So what was the frustrating thing about it then, if you're trusting the team? Because it was it was aggravating when there was a ball that you could play it forwards and they'd play it backwards. And also those stupid over-the-top balls to Shakiri and Salah. Why would you do that? They're just... I told you why you should do that, because they're not. he's not playing it up for them to flick on. He's not playing it up to them to challenge big defenders you're playing it over them because there is space in the same way that David Luiz did with Pedro Pedro isn't big is he mm -hmm. right did he manage to get in behind yeah but did we manage to do that no United? but that's, We're not talking the, about that's, Chelsea that's the attempt right you're going as if why would you do that because you've got big players against small players that's not the reason that's not the tactic okay did if it you, work no it didn't work that's a whole different point to why they were trying to do it even you told me, you even in the middle of the match when we were watching it, you said, why is he trying to do these Hollywood balls? Yes, I didn't. it wasn't because they were big and small players, it was because they weren't working. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it was just the first half was rubbish to watch and it was boring. The second half, in the first half, Salah was very quiet. He barely got any touches of the ball. Firmino was good, Mane was good. Second half, Salah started the game very brightly and he looked so much sharper because he was dropping a bit deeper in the second half and getting more involved with the game and that penalty okay that that penalty was not a dive there are people saying that it was a dive it's just stupid what did i say to you in the first part of this it doesn't really matter what people think okay well he won the penalty it was Great, he skilled the defender out. Move around, you'll get picked up by the mic. It doesn't because it of does. Okay, um, he skilled the defender out and got skilled inside. the defender out. Okay. <laughs> and he got inside the box and he was about to shoot. His shirt got pulled. He went down. Penalty. He scored the penalty. The goalkeeper didn't get a touch. Okay. That was that penalty was so 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 good. It wasn't it? Wasn't anywhere near one of the corners. Yeah, it was. No. It really was. It wasn't. And it, the way he hit the ball curved from inside to out, which takes it closer to a six foot nine keeper. He's not good at penalties. He's not. I mean, when was Just the last time... Just because he scores. When was the last time he missed them? I don't know. He's taken about two this season. Two? Yeah. One at Red Star. This one here. One at Red Star. One against Arsenal. One against Newcastle. The one against Arsenal, I think he just smashed. Which yeah. is never a good sign. That shows a lack of confidence. Don't rest I smashed down the middle as well. Yeah, that's he's smashing penalties isn't a confident penalty taker. In the it's New actually the opposite. It's when you're very insecure, you just smash it. In the Newcastle one, he smashed it. In the Arsenal one, he smashed it. And in the this one, he smashed it. He just smashes them as hard as he can. Which is not a good technique. I know. That's why Milner is actually the penalty taker. Yeah, but I mean, Salah, he's... He's scored every single one he's taken this season. That doesn't make him a good penalty taker. I know, but at least he's getting the results out. Milner is the club's penalty taker for a reason. What do you yeah, think that reason is? Yeah, because he's better than Salah. In terms of what? Finishing. 
No. Penalty. You, no, because you just composure. said he's scoring them all. Composure. He do, he has confidence. That's what he has. He places the ball. He thinks about it. He can handle the pressure. But Salah can't. I mean, having said that, he took that massively, you know, important penalty for, for Egypt to get them to the World Cup, and that was quite good. But for for whatever reason, at Liverpool, he just smashes them. I don't I don't like it. Yeah, it's a bit like when when Milner's not on, and you know Salah's going to be taking it. You get a bit nervous nervous with that. But um, Firmino, the um, Firmino in the Arsenal game, that was a good penalty. It was like right in the. Yeah, but Firmino misses loads as well. Does he? Yeah. He's not even the third penalty taker. So how yeah. did he take? He's it? missed, I think, three out of five. Oh yeah, yeah, that's hasn't he? Um. Anyway, uh, this was, this was good. I mean, we've we've come from two defeats in a row. That's not that's not very good, and we bounce back very well with a clean sheet, three points. All cliches. Yeah. Bounce back, clean sheet, three points. Yeah, it was. Um, Brighton are. I think they've got the best home record out of all of the all of the sides outside the top six. I mean, correct me if I'm mistaken, but I think that's uh, the the fact. Glenn Murray was silenced. Boring fact. I know it's a boring fact. Glenn Murray was silenced. Glenn Murray did nothing. Well, not true. What did he? Okay, he headed, he headed the ball and looped so it. So Brighton in. didn't do much. Yeah, Glenn Murray didn't do much either. Well, that's because his team didn't do much. It's not really Glenn Murray didn't do much. Oh, okay. Well, we shut up Glenn Murray and we stopped Brighton playing. They were, they were. They okay. weren't trying to play. Mm -mm. They were okay on the counter attack towards the end of the game. They. Created some chances. Uh, the Brighton fans were so annoying. They were just all like there were clear fouls, clear offside, and the Brighton fans were like, oh, rubbish ref, rubbish ref. Uh, it just wasn't true. Uh, we're top of the league. Uh, well, that would have been the case even if they lost. Yeah, that's true. Uh, by seven points, with City and Tottenham still have a game to play. City's won. Is it against Huddersfield? You like my opinion on the Brighton game? Yeah. Okay. Um, Brighton are the best team to have played at Anfield this season, apart from City. Yeah. Um, Napoli. No, they didn't. You're talking well. about Premier League. They didn't even play well. Um, so going to the Amex Stadium was going to be tough. They have scored at home in actually in every home game for the up until March. So for the last ten months or so, they've scored in every home game. Uh, they recently drew to Arsenal and they've only lost to Spurs and Chelsea narrowly. So going there and winning one nil, whilst restricting them to I think no chances. No, no, they had that Glenn Murray header. Well, I wouldn't even consider that a chance. And that shot. That's a looping header from from an awkward angle. That shot which almost went in. Which one? Uh, it was wide, but Alisson tipped it. No, that's not that's not an effort. That was two foot wide when he tipped it. Um, so so the they didn't have any chances. So 
And once Liverpool did, I agree, they did struggle actually to break them down. Shakiri, I don't really think, did much in the game apart from flick a header wide. Huh. Um, Henderson, he played well. I'd say Henderson played well. So, what they did after the goal though was quite smart and a sign of a really mature side. And if you watch the press conference for Klopp, which I'm sure you have before doing this podcast. Yeah. What did he say? He was talking about Joe Gomez, how he's not going to be able to... We can't hear you behind your knees. Joe Gomez and how he's not going to be able to be... He's not going to be in training before the Brighton game. No, no, I'm not talking about... I said the post-game press conference. Oh, no, I don't watch the post one. Probably a good idea before doing this. Um, (laughs) So what he said was is that it was the most mature performance of the season. The most mature performance of the season. Why do you think he said that? Because Liverpool were very what controlled makes it and they were very patient. Controlled, patient, managed the, the game, restricted the chances, kept the ball well. All of these things make it a really, really impressive performance. Not exciting, but very, very, very impressive. Um, yeah. With uh, top of the league by seven points... City playing Huddersfield, who have, I think, lost their last 10 games or something stupid like Oh no, they drew today. Okay, well, they've lost so many. They haven't won in so long. Why? Sorry, who? Huddersfield. Why are we talking about Because they're playing City, and City are our main rivals for the title. They're not playing City. They are. No, they're not. Who are playing City? So, Cardiff are playing Huddersfield today, right? Oh my god, yeah. Yeah? So you think oh, they're stupid. going to play in City in two in less than two days' time? Oh, that's stupid. Um, <laughs> who are they playing? Uh, we can wait. I'll wait for you to work it out. Crystal Palace? No. Okay, let's not talk about that. Um, I think... Wolves. Oh, yeah, they're playing Wolves at home. Oh, that's going to be a tough game for them. I think it's going to be... What's the score prediction for that? 3 or 4 nil to City. Oh. <laughs> okay then. Um, I didn't. I forgot to search up what our next game is. <laughs> Do you know what our next game is? Yeah. What is it? Leicester at home. Leicester. Okay. Leicester have beaten um Chelsea away and City at home. Uh-huh. They're a solid side. Uh-huh. They've got Jamie Vardy, Ricardo Pereira. What happened to them today? They lost. Two. Fulham. No. no, 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 not to Fulham. Watford? No. Who was it? Southampton. Oh, yeah, they lost 2-1 to Southampton. At home. Yeah, at home, but they're good side against the top six. We beat them at the King Power. I think I think we'll beat them this time. Uh, I think it'll be, a, it'll be a mostly dominated Liverpool game. It'll be a, it'll be a 3-1. A 3-1. Uh... Let's go on to so you know um EA they um released a team of the year. Okay, so when you're planning this, yeah, you got to know what your sections are. Yeah, I know. This is the end. So that means the game that's gone, yeah, the games that have gone, the games that's cut, the game that's coming up, and yeah. anything else. You this is now the anything else bit, is it? Yeah. Right. So, uh, EA Sports and UEFA Team of the Year. 
Uh, they released a female video. Uh, just before I tell you who who they are. Wait, I don't. I know. already know who they are. Oh, okay. Who would you put in your um, team of the year? They're all fine. Are you being serious? Yeah. So you'd put De Gea in goal. Yeah, I don't think that's a bad shout. Mar Marcelo at left Considering back. Considering the year he had, yeah. M Marcelo at left back. Uh huh. What? Not Jordi Alba. No. Why? Because I consider Marcelo a better player. No, best best year. Well, oh no. Well, how do you judge the year by the trophies they've won? No. Then what? By how well they've played over the year. Yeah, Marcelo. Okay. Uh, uh, there were there were two centre backs which are Van Dijk and Varane. I agree with that. But the right back was cancelled out, and they put Ramos in there. Do you think it, there should have been a right back, or do you think Ramos deserves it? I don't particularly care about this team. Okay, well, it's interesting for the viewers of us. There's no one viewing. Oh, okay, listeners. And then in the... Yeah, I know, but for me, it's like, these things don't really matter. Okay, uh, there's Wolves Kante, Modric, and De Bruyne in the midfield. I don't agree with that. I think, um, I think that De Bruyne should have... Maybe gone out and Fernandinho, because Fernandinho has been amazing. Uh, but it's fine. And the attackers, oh my God, this annoyed me so much. So you already know my opinion on them. Yeah, I know, but Salah, oh my God, he should have been in it. Mbappe, Mbappe had a good. Salah scored more goals in the hardest league. Got more goals it's and assists. Who said it's about number of goals and assists? Salah got more goals and assists in, who said it's in about the hardest that? league in the who world. Who said it's about than Mbappe that? did in one of the e probably the easiest league in the what world. What is the pinnacle of world football? Uh, what is the highest achievement in world football? I don't know. Winning the World Cup. There is nothing bigger than that. Yeah, that's true. And then being considered the best young player in the entire tournament. Yeah. So it's not really Salah didn't get in. This wasn't this wasn't World Cup team of the year. This was the team of the year. Yeah, Salah took his team no, to no, the no, World no. Cup after no, twenty eight no, no, years, no, no, no. scoring not, in the last minute. That's got nothing to do with it. It's got everything to do with is this player considered to be one of the best three in that position in the world, yeah. right? And I keep telling you, it's an opinion, which means that people have difference, okay? There's no way of saying A plus B equals Salah, right? <laughs> it's just an opinion. It's of what you feel, not what you know. If they said, yes, the team with the most interceptions, the defenders with the most interceptions gets in the team, well, then fine, you can look at that as a list. If the attackers is assists, right, and goals then you can look at that as a list. But that's not. It's just a subjective opinion based upon that of however, you know, the, their judges, right? And yeah. they've said, you know what? Mbappe, Ronaldo, and Messi. Okay. Um, What's they, the problem? You know, they released a 12th player, uh, a fan's pick, and it was out of Neymar, Hazard, uh, Pogba, for some reason, and Salah. And David Silva. Mm. And Bobby Firmino won the Sambo Award, which mm. is 
Um, he got twenty one point eight percent of the votes. Marcelo was second. So these things were voted on. Yeah. By who? The people. Which people? Anybody. So the team of the year was voted for by people. Oh no! The team of the year was voted by, for by, uh, I think fifty five people, some YouTubers, some footballers. Um, and then the twelfth player pick was fans' choice. And. Uh, Neymar didn't even win the Samba Award, Firmino did. He came third. And Neymar got the fans' pick. How on earth has Neymar done that? Like, there was Salah there. Even Hazard was better than Neymar. Well, actually, I wouldn't say that. He didn't have a better year. But how has Neymar got in over Salah? He didn't even win the Brazilian Award. But he got the votes from people. Yeah, I know. But how? That's okay, tell me, tell me. How did Neymar have a better year? Would have you voted? Who would have you voted for? I did. I don't know. Okay. I told you it doesn't really matter to me, but I can, I can understand how these results happen, because people don't vote objectively; they vote subjectively. If there are tons of Brazilians who like Neymar, who are most of the voters, then Neymar gets picked. Yeah, it was just stupid. And it, it just shouldn't have been the case. And I don't like that. So I think we're going to end the podcast here. Oh, it was only 16 minutes. That's a bit short, isn't it? You have, you're forgetting the other eight minutes. What are they? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, thank you for listening to no, this. No, 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 no. What's happening next? Oh, yeah, I've, I've said that. We've got no, less no, 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 but at the end, that's when you recap. Just recap the show, oh. right? Yeah. Like, like this, I'll give you an example. So, Lost began the week by losing to Wolves, getting knocked out of the FA Cup. A little bit of pressure on Liverpool, which meant they had to go into the Brighton game. If they didn't pick up a win, then that would have been three losses uh, on the spin, and they would have come in for some criticism, especially Klopp. But... They put in a really mature performance and they won 1-0, taking them seven points clear at the top of the table. We'll wait to see what City do on Monday against Wolves. Um, in the meantime, we've got a week until the Leicester game. That's a whole week for Liverpool to prepare. Really exciting times if you're a Liverpool fan. If you've enjoyed the show, please subscribe and let your, let your friends know and share it. Applaud the episode as well. That's if they're listening on Anchor. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, if you like the podcast, feedback to me if you have a way of contacting me. This was the seventh episode of Talk Red. We'll see you next weekend for number eight. I forgot to mention this, but um, I've only worked this out. There's a there's a feature on Anchor, if you have Anchor. Download Anchor if you listen to this podcast. You can go to my profile and click voice messaging, and you can give me a voice message. It could be a question about Liverpool, what I thought about them, or any question at all, and we will answer it on the podcast. Thank you.